Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the native farm-to-table restaurant in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and later in the show, a new casino resort planned for Turner Turnpike. I'm Brent. And I am Harley. I did get my new backpack for your man pack. Come on, dude. I'm telling you this dude. this team dad thing I know, is but, a legit full-time job. But nowhere in the things you need for a softball game are storage for banana clips, dude. Your freaking backpack looks like something that Rambo would be using while what, he's running from the FBI. To have Powerpuff girls on it? Not yeah, but I'm not saying it has to have Powerpuff Girls, but it's got room for power tools. Yes, it, it, it's getting close to full, and I just bought it. How many straps? I mean, there, there's 60 straps on there. How do you wear it? I need stuff to hang from it. It looks like if the Ninja Turtles were G.I. Joes. So anyway, I got a chance to get out there with it. With your power back. <laughs> and uh, we went to Surreal, and Surreal has... Was surreal. I keep saying it. I can't help it. Surreal has some art. Yeah. At the softball field? Yeah, you showed me. Dude, I'm telling ass. It's a dead tree that somebody carved into a Native American effigy, like softball playing Native American effigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool art. With a chainsaw. I just I'm always fascinated. I know there was one there was one of those somebody had put a soldier in the front yard front yard. Of a house on Main Street in Norman. Oh Oklahoma. yeah, yeah, yeah. It stood there for years. Stood there for years, and then I think they moved and took it with them. Yeah, they did. I think it stood right there at the sidewalk forever. Mm-hmm. That was a one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and that that kind of harkens back to that. I love I love seeing those I do too, man. I feel like if you lose a tree, you know, it, um, repurpose it. Yeah, don't cut it down. Don't pull it out of the ground. I just feel like it. It adds so much character. Yeah, you can do so much with, and there's a couple of houses in around my neighborhood and more where they've done that same thing, where they've carved what was an old evergreen tree into a, a grizzly bear. I just think, make it, make yard art, turn it into a totem pole, anything. I just, if you can do it, do it, you know, grab a chainsaw, <laughs> start hacking. I Again, I'm I'm not the most artistic person in the world, and this is a topic that's come up here and there on the show. Right. You are very artsy. Uh, yeah. You are, and you take a lot of pride in what you do, and you don't like sharing it and that sort yeah. of stuff. So I, I understand the the desire, you know, to not put your art in your front yard yeah, for yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you've got that kind of talent, I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, and you know we've got an interview coming up later this week with the OKC Cake Lady, and just seeing the stuff that she can do. And you know, when you talk to an a true, I say artisan, because really that's what you are. But if you ask somebody that's an artisan if they're an artist, they're like, eh, I just like to make stuff. You know, it's she's so humble pie about it. And you meet people like that, and you're like, eh, you want it? Cool. If not, I'm gonna pitch it. Like people just they don't look at art the way that. People like us look at it from the outsider's perspective. But yeah. You know, that, honestly, that's a great segue into the show today. Yeah. The food that is coming out of Native, mm-hmm. a yeah. restaurant in Broken Arrow, it's art. It deserves high, high praise. 
you know it's weird for me oklahoma you would you would think oklahoma would be the center of the universe for native american food but it's not but it's really not and i love what natives doing they have a farm to table restaurant in broken arrow oklahoma that they they've broken all of the molds Oh, yeah, and they're breaking molds, they're breaking boundaries, they're probably dispelling some of your misconceptions about native food because let's be realistic, let's call let's call it what it is, the vast majority of people in the state of Oklahoma, when they characterize native food, the one thing that comes to mind nine out of ten times. Indian tacos. Indian tacos. Thanks to the fair, thanks to the carnival, thanks to the fundraiser, and we've got great friends that make Indian tacos into a bang-up job. And it has its place. It, it does. Yes. So Native was created by executive chef Jackie Siegfried in April of 2022. Brand I mean, this is brand new. It's yeah, still yeah, yeah. got that new restaurant mm-hmm. smell. Absolutely. She wanted to start a Native American restaurant since she was a little, a little kid. Yeah. I, again, you know, we talk to people that have a passion for something... You know how hard it is, especially, we've been through some trying times. And to see ideas come to fruition through some of the most challenging times in our lives, it's a true testament to this thing up here, this, your cabeza, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you put your mind to something, anything, I know it's going to sound cliche, but she put her mind to it and here it is. It's here. We're looking at it. So she's of Shawnee descent, and she decided, after leaving her position with the Tulsa Club Hotel and Chamber of Restaurants executive chef position, wow, she decided that she was going to do something to reconnect with her indigenous roots. Her dad taught her to cook, but she's kind of added to this menu uh-huh. over time, where you know she's always trying to pull in elements mm-hmm. of her Native American heritage and experimenting with things that she finds in reference to that. And, dude, the menu is amazing. It's amazing. If you looked at the pictures, it is, it's it's gourmet. That's the best way. And maybe I don't know enough about gourmet. <laughs> but when I look at the pictures, I go, I'm afraid to eat it. Number one, because it looks better for me than I'm what I'm used to. Number two, it just, it's pretty. It, it really is. And we'll get to the menu in, yeah, just, yeah. in just a bit. But there's a really cool quote from Jackie's husband. So when they were deciding what to do, you know, what restaurant, they they had several ideas for restaurants to open in the area, Uh and they were trying to narrow it down. And her husband said to her, and I love this, he said, which one do you want to bet everything on? Which idea do you want to bet everything on? And that's when they came up with, that's when they decided to go with the native. And I don't know that you can, and again, when you think of culture, you think of cultural cultural representation, mm-hmm. true cultural representation. I think the native culture as a whole has been under. There's there's a lot of dare I say negative connotations. You know, it's it's all about casinos and gambling and in you know the occasional you see powwows powwows pop up and things like that. Um, but there's hasn't been a lot of highlighting of the culture. The culture. Past a certain point. Right. No, I, I get where you're coming from. And just to clarify, by the way, because I don't know that we've done a real good job up to we this haven't. point in time. Yeah. The name of the restaurant is Native. It's spelled N-A-T-V. Yeah. Native. So when you're looking for it, that's the name you're looking for, N-A-T-V. 
Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. This place has been featured, though, in the Daily Oklahoman, the Tulsa World, Oklahoma Magazine, Tulsa People, and now the world. The cherry on top, they're being featured on the world-renowned Only an OK Show, which I don't know if you're aware of this or not. What? Number one in Mongolia. You're kidding me. Number one travel and tourism podcast in all of Mongolia. In the home of Mongolian beef, we're number one. (laughs) The Mongols are hearing for the first time about Native Restaurant in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. As far as the restaurant goes, the vibe is modern. It's clean. It's a smaller restaurant, but it's very inviting. It's just cozy. Yeah. It when you look at in nothing against where it's located, but it's it, it's unassuming. It's unassuming. It's not in a standalone location. I I I foretell that Native will move out of of its current location within the next three to five years into, into a, a, a its own brick and mortar location. And it's, there's not a question. It's possible, but right now inside the restaurant, colorful artwork on all the walls, wood tables throughout the dining space. It's really gorgeous, but. Native is focused on showcasing not only Native American dishes with a modernized a a twist to it, yeah, but also the Native Amer the Native Oklahoma ingredients, which I think is awesome. They utilize locally grown ingredients sourced from farms and tribes as much as possible. That's you know I hate to say that's unheard of, but because we do have a few of the farm to table locations, you know, like we've. We've interviewed a few, like the Farmstead Restaurant, that basically they bring the the steak in through the back from the killing floor through the back door. So it's it's not unheard of. But again, native is it's such in such a niche. But it's also it's taken it to another level. Do yeah. they get bison from the Quapaw Cattle Farm in Miami? Their fruits and vegetables come from local farmers markets. Yeah. They go to to the Broken Arrow Farmers Market, the Tulsa Farmers Market. They're getting most of their fruits and vegetables there. Their flour, their pecan flour, is from a local pecan farm, Night Creek Pecan Farm. Wow. So even flour is being yeah. locally sourced. When you're going, when you're to the point where you're like, yeah, but can we get the flour here as well? Like, dude, that's a whole nother level. It's a whole other level. And you know, without diving into the menu, you look at some of the pictures. I like that they use dark plates because. Native food is 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 very colorful, mm-hmm. and you can see those colors just just pop off of those plates with the corn and the the various berries and things like that. I I love how they present their food. I love the the mission statement. You know, having being you know, I was raised citizen Potawatomi. You know, I've had opportunities to have to have native uh, foods and native cuisines throughout the years. Again, I think it's 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 an un, it's underutilized. I think. I think they go try to they try to make it like I said it's it's not it's more than just fry bread. It, it I mean, is honestly, and to that point, they don't do Indian tacos. Yeah, but they they focus more on indigenous dishes and flavors. But fry bread is a part of yes. the menu. I did see the fry bread on there, so it's incorporated in other it has ways. Has to be. I, I think it's. I think they do, they've done a bang up job. Oh, yeah, yeah, job. Yeah. The menu is. 100% original, mm-hmm. all delicious. And it doesn't have a hundred it doesn't have 60 items on. The menu is ever evolving yeah. due to the nature of how they source the seasonal their, things that are seasonal things that yeah. But even down to the drinks, dude, 
on the menu they have blackberry mint lemonade. Oh my goodness. Honey lavender lemonade. Even the drinks have their Take have, that Sonic. <laughs> I agree. But just some of the the menu items that you're not going to find anywhere else. Braised beef tostada. Oh mama mama. I'm serious. They have a meatloaf with Berry barbecue sauce on top of a bed of wild rice and roasted corn. Listen to me. If you said to me, Brett, last supper, what's it going to be? Meatloaf. Every time. Meatloaf with a berry sauce? Save me. We've we've, we've had conversations about watermelon recently. Yes, we have. You can or cannot do with watermelon. Yeah. They have a seared watermelon steak served over blue corn mush with a corn and tomato salad. Drizzled with onion chimichurri. That, my friend, is a vegan delight. A watermelon steak. Now tell, okay, now I want you to look me in the eye and tell me you can't have a a watermelon steak. And then I want you to tell them they can't. Dude, I've seen the pictures. I can't, I cannot make that claim. (laughs) But they have a lot of, they have a lot of nods to the Native American culture. They Mm -hmm. have the trio of corn cakes, which is pan fried corn cakes. They have real corn flavor and each topped with something different. And that's always different because, again, locally sourced, seasonal, that sort of stuff. But you'll find things like a piece of beef tenderloin or pork belly succotash or pickled vegetables as toppings for the corn cakes. They got fry bread with dip, different dipping sauces. Now, me, I'm OG. I'll take some fry bread and honey. Matter of fact, we talked about this recently. Let's just, let's, can we just touch on the Indian taco thing real quick? Let's be real. If we're having an Indian taco, it's really about the fry bread. Oh, yeah. I mean, hands, give me a piece of fry bread and some honey. But if you give me, oh my goodness, they have, I'm trying to see it. They have herb butter for their fry bread, dude. Oh, I know. And again, that's just, we're just scratching the surface. One of the things that jumps out at me on the menu... What? Sunchoke gnocchi. It's made Whoa. with sunchokes and pecan flour served with wild mushrooms, a romesco sauce, and sunflower seeds. I love gnocchi. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's freak. It, it's not good for you, but I love it. And if you just want to dip your toe in, yeah. if you're intimidated... The starter pack. If you're intimidated by, you know, like the Native American palate, or you just don't have any idea. Yeah. Bison sliders with corn mush fritters. Oh, mama. Come dude, on already. Dude. <laughs> it, it's amazing. <laughs> Schedule-wise, Yeah, they're open Wednesday for dinner, 4 to 8, Thursday and Friday, 11 a.m. to 2, and 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then on Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Listen. They're right on Main Street in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Listen to me. You know... Uh, I'm a pumpkin spice guy. I like pumpkin, 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 pumpkin. Dude, they have pumpkin hummus. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, literally. Get out of here. Get in the car. Wait, they're close. You can also get the OG fry bread and just honey for a side. Oh, yeah. This place might be the the the, the life of me and the death of me. Okay, so there is some caveats that what? I want to point out. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing the caveat thing, man? They don't serve caveat. <laughs> you can find their 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 hours, their menu on their website, which is nativeba.com, which is N-A-T-V-B-A. Badass. Native badass is what it is. Dot com. Right. But yeah. they are 
very involved with the Native American festivities that happen throughout the state. Uh So they will oftentimes close in order to cater one of those events. So I feel like if you're coming from a long ways away just to visit them, Definitely look at their website and make yeah. sure that there's they're not going to be at the fairgrounds or something, or at a you know, catering of forty nine after a powwow or something like that. Exactly, man. I tell you what, dude. Oh my goodness, why aren't there more? You know what I say? I, I hate to say. It. I don't want to say this. I almost said, why aren't there more places like this? I don't want there to be more. I want to go to Broken Arrow and have this experience. This right. This solitary experience and tell everyone about it. But the better yet, why aren't why isn't there more things like this where we're infusing? You know, you see a lot of different cultures doing fusion and infusing, you know, east with west and north with south. Why aren't there more doing that with? I mean, let's be realistic. It's Oklahoma. This is Red Earth. This is this is the plains. Why? Why aren't there more doing something like this? It's I don't understand. It's baffling to me. And that's why they will be successful. And it's why we should be celebrating people like this. Yeah. Activities like this. Absolutely. That's why we're here. That's why we've been doing it for almost a decade. And now they're finally starting to listen to it. Mongolia, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up after the break, you may soon be able to enter into a Turner Turnpike Tournament. So, as the official softball dad mm-hmm. for the team, sure, I am going to have to say that I notice and appreciate everything more, more than ever <laughs> the the local sponsors, yeah, of the softball team. Like it's something you don't realize how important it is until you're involved in the sport. Mm-hmm. But that's what keeps the wheels turning. It does. Yeah. But when you see the, the companies with their banners hanging on the outfield wall, yeah, those people are investing they in take pride their in local communities. Yeah. And I didn't. it didn't really dawn on me how much that makes a difference. And there's a ton of things that where you know, local kids are involved in this sort of stuff. And, you know, they don't get to just write a big check to one part of the school. Like, they're they're investing in the soccer team, the softball team, the baseball team. There's a pie. There's a big pie out there. There really is. So it's it's mind-boggling the amount of involvement from community that you see in just this little microcosm of the community, you know, in the softball team. So it so it's one of the reasons that I really love Bravado Wireless. Yeah, absolutely. And being a local cellular and home internet provider, we're not just saying that. We're, we we say we we just talked by local with native restaurant. This is literally a farm to table wireless company, and they're passionate about their communities. They again, they live stream local events like the high school softball team or the high school football teams, local dirt track races and rodeos, that is some that is going above and beyond and clinching the the community involvement that that is that is missing from so many of those kind of soulless corporate entities. Right, that they're they're invested in you paying your bill. They're not invested in in your kids. And and that's the thing about Bravada Wireless as well. You know, they've got so many great I just like the fact that when you deal with bravado, if there's a personal touch to it, 
It's not like, again, not like dealing with a big national conglomerate that's just there to take your money. And they've got great prices, great service. Free shipping? Yeah, and if if you want more information, I th- the best way is to reach out to a Bravado store. Speak to a customer service representative Absolutely. that lives in your area. Right. You can give them a call for free coverage and cost at 866-500-8488. Or catch them at bravadowireless.com. From Native Farm to Table Restaurant, Broken Air, Oklahoma. Yeah. To a Native Casino being Turner Turnpike. New story from the Tulsa World. Iowa Tribe announces new casino resort plans on Pike. Not a bad idea. I mean, there's really no, there's there's tons of real estate on the Turner Turnpike between 35 and Tulsa. There's not, you know what I mean? Again, you have to realize that in order for them to do a casino, yeah, they have to have tribal land on there. So, yeah, I don't know how much of that's tribal land. I don't either. And maybe we'll get to it in the story. But the Iowa Tribe of Oklahoma announced the new casino off of Interstate 44 somewhere on the Turner Turnpike between Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, if if you drive out that way, there's tons of real estate. But the only thing I can think of on the Turnpike that I'm just dying to get to is Butcher Barbecue. (laughs) Well, I will say that this casino is bringing a little bit of Vegas Oh. The tribe said it has selected Caesars Entertainment as its management partner. So, anyway, Caesars Entertainment is the largest gaming company in North America. Oh, no doubt about it. I've been to a Caesars casino. It's cool. And apparently they have a really good track record with partnering with Native American tribes across the country. So, it was an easy choice for the Iowa tribe. You know, there's a lot of things popping up via um, Oklahoma tribes. You know, you've got the partnership that's going on near downtown Oklahoma City with the O'Connor Resort, which I think is a great grab. And I think it's going to bring a lot of people in from from near and far with the Iowas uh, wanting to put their casino in um, off the Turner Turnpike. It seems like a logical choice. You know, having and people think, but what what's the money going? You hear a lot of people complain about what's the money going towards what's. That's all we need is another casino. And I will tell you this. I'm a citizen Potty, citizen Potawatomi based out of, you know, our, our home office basically is in, in, in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you firsthand where the money goes. Education. They will send you anywhere in the world for an education. Healthcare. I'm sorry, folks, but some of the healthcare that they're providing outside of the Indian Health Service is a joke. I've had some of the best healthcare. I could could ask for under the 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 umbrella of, of Indian Health Service. Where does that money come from? You betcha. A lot of it comes from con- from casino revenue. And on top of that, this brings in tax revenues to the state from outside of the state. Right. We talked about it recently. The Choctaw Durant Casino and Resort. I promise you. Yeah. The parking lot for the Choctaw Durant is ninety five percent. Out of state tax. Oh yeah, because when we went, you know, we talked about going over there for that tournament. I know you've been a few times. Mm-hmm. You could literally play the the fifty states game. Oh yeah, for sure, easily. Yeah, sure. Bunch of Oklahoma tags, but Texas, Louisiana. Think about all those states that kind of are are down there close to south. We start heading southeast. You get you're getting closer to Louisiana, Texas. I mean, they come from everywhere. I like this location 
as it's kind of closer to the yeah, metro. centrally located, more or less. You're you're close enough to Tulsa. You're close enough to Oklahoma City. Close enough on... to Edmond, Guthrie, yeah. But the nice thing about that is there are a lot of things to do in that area yeah. outside of the casino. So the fact that you have one more event, one more activity to offer mm-hmm. a, a traveler. Sure. Dude, that just, that's just more business for local businesses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, not to use a casino pun, but I think it's a win-win. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So the statement, though, does indicate that the resort will be built in phases with a casino and several dining options available when the property opens and a hotel coming later. Again, I think you're probably going to need it. Not a lot in between Oklahoma City and Tulsa on the turnpike. Yeah, there's a lot of two two star uh, Yelp review hotels. Nothing against it, but it's insane to me as as well traveled as that area is. There's not more in the way of of quality lodging, and I think this is just another way to you know hell if you're not if you're not a, into the casino scene, just a decent place to. To call home for the night with some amenities for crying out loud. And just some guesses, I think, from the state on what they're planning on doing. Yeah. The Lincoln County Assessor's Office says that the Iowa tribe of Oklahoma owns a vacant 65-acre tract of land immediately south of I-44, about five miles west of Chandler. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Again, like I said before, there's a lot of a lot of open uh, real estate out that way. It may, it's, a, it's a logical thing because years and years ago, before the May 3rd tornado of 99, one of the draws going down the turnpike was people would head to the Sanger Mall, mm-hmm. which, uh, which mm-hmm. was destroyed, and yeah. they never built it back. So it's nice to see that there's, again, it's, we're talking apples and, and all different types of oranges all together, but having one more thing to draw you to that between here and Tulsa. If it's at that area, Tanger Mall. Sorry, it's Tanger Mall. If it's if it's at the location that they're talking about near Chandler, yeah, then you are just a stone's throw from Butcher Barbecue. Yeah, brother, that stuff is so good, dude. You got to get there early. I mean the the line at the line at Butcher Barbecue is already insane. If you're a couple of miles down the road from a bustling casino and hotel. I think they may be needing to expand. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't want to get the sweats at the craps table, uh, go down to Butcher Barbecue and get the meat sweats. I'm telling you right now, my brothers and sisters, the meat sweats is a real thing, and it's you can get it, you can catch it for real at Butcher Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want more information on this new casino, we'll include a link to the Tulsa World news story in the show notes. Well, you know, here we are. We're at week 36 of nothing short of just glowing reviews about uh, your buddies here at the Only and OK Show. So occasionally, we'll get fellow podcasters that follow along, play along, uh-huh. And they're not always, because let's be realistic, we're one of the only shows in town that does what we do. I, I'm i 99.999% positive that we are the only travel and tourism podcast for the state of Oklahoma. Well, the guys over at Surely You Can't Be Serious, a, they're, they're Gen Xers like us. They talk about 80s nerd stuff, pop culture, and things like that. Reached out to me 
probably about a month ago and said, you guys do a podcast, which in kind, I said, yes. But how often do you turn around and gain a listener from that? Sometimes, I'm sorry, Facebook Messenger is like a freaking message in a bottle. You respond to something and it's like crickets. Next thing I know, I'm getting messages from them and we're shooting it back and forth. And uh, in response to our last episode where you went to the Comeback Cafe and Mm -hmm. had turned down... You uh, respectfully declined the pie. Yes, I did. Uh, The guys over at uh, Surely You Can't Be Serious uh, said, you guys got me cranked for chicken fried steak and pie and perry. I I can definitely give that the only an okay seal of approval. Comeback Cafe, chicken fried steak and pie combo is probably, is definitely a winner. And our buds over at Taste of Choctaw reached out to us in regard, and this is how you know People listen to the bitter end mm-hmm. because we talked about Durant. Didn't we talk about? I think it was in the outtake. It was in the outtake. So that's how you know these people want to stay because they want to see if Tony Stark's going to show up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we've programmed everyone to stay to the bitter end. And uh, the, our friends over at Taste of Choctaw reached out and said, okay, I was listening to your podcast about Durant. Funny thing, the Shirley South Alley food trailer, Talkeetna, Alaska, which is a page we manage, population 946, Shirley lived in Durant. Second funny thing about Durant, when I moved to Mississippi, my neighbors who bought the property next to me in the middle of nowhere, the Griswolds, just like the movie Clark, I asked them where they came from, and their accent, because their accent didn't sound like they were from around there. Jim goes, nope, we're from Duran, Oklahoma. And I said, yes, you are. <laughs> and yes, how I knew. And yes, how I knew. And I said, because only people from Durant call it Durant. It's true. It's 100% accurate. You are a poser if you say Durant. I think I said Durant back there. So I'm not, I'm not from there. If I'm not from there, am I allowed to say it wrong? I don't think so. I think I personally love Oklahomans. They are some of the sweetest people kindest, most giving people that I've met anywhere in the world. Yeah, but they take umbrage if you get it wrong, brother. Dude, but if you mispronounce the, the name of their town, then it's fighting words. They'll spit on your food in front of you. <laughs> so I I think our heads were turned at the Hunnaby uh, Creek store when they were making our hamburgers because I guarantee it, six people said when we said Hanobia, they were like, it's Hunnaby! And I think even the people sitting next to us spit on our hand. That is not true. Literally, the two <laughs> ladies that were sitting next to us that told us how to... Who who coached us on, on saying the name of Hunnaby. Yeah. They gave us some of their food. They did They did give us some of their food. You've got to try this. Take a bite of this. I remember that now. It's been so long. We need to get back there. Yes, we do. First, I think it's uh, first or second weekend in October, Hunnaby Bigfoot Festival. I I think I think it's probably time for a revisit. It's time for us to get back road trip to Lookenbach, Texas, with Bigfoot and the boys. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, if you want to give us suggestions about what festivals, what food, what are we missing, or if you want to invite us out to to share some of your food with us, yes, just so we we know what it tastes like. Yeah, how, what's the best what's the best way to do that? The only an OK show email. Yes, send us an email. Only an OK show at gmail dot com. And as always, special thank you to our proud sponsors, Bravado Wireless. New shows every week, guaranteed, sometimes twice a week. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace.
cut this out. The CompuStar 2000. The world's leading operating system, CompuStar. CompuStar, proud partner of the Only an OK Show. Look up CompuStar and see if there is a... I'll, I'll bet you a million dollars. You put in CompuStar in Google, there'll be one. It'll say 1989. <laughs> is it pulling up anything? CompuStar, remote starter security systems car alarm. CompuStar, the leader in car alarms. Wait, wait. <laughs> we make those here at CompuStar. Yeah. That was a, had a neighbor at an apartment. Like oh, yeah. Had one of those. Like, I'm not getting rid of it. I wonder how many murders happened because of a car alarm. How many people left their pull-out radio in? Forgot to pull out their pull-out radio. Did you have one of those pull-out radio? Or do you ta- remember the detachable face radio that came with its own little crown royal bag? Uh, native. Can't leave that in there either. Why can't I? I'm literally doing the IGA. Sirloin beef. Sounds like maybe you're making fun. No, I'm doing it like here on special at Burt Beachler's IGA. Sirloin tri-tip. 32 cents a pound. I want to go to Beachler's IGA for the 32 cents a pound ribeye. <laughs> Sunny delight. I'm pretty sure it's $32 a pound right now. Yeah, right. Oh, I thought you were saying my voice made you want to go get... <laughs> it is $32. Why is everything priced? Why is bologna the price of Wagyu? I don't know. Um, trio corn cakes relish, relish board. Are mm. you looking at the pictures? I'm looking at the actual menu. No, I want you looking at pictures. I don't want you looking at the menu. Okay. You're like, that's my job. Yeah. Jeez. Cool. Cool logo. I mean, what <laughs> pictures? I'm, you're not letting me look at any of the food. I want you to look at the food. I don't want you to look at the names of the fo- food. I want you to look at the pictures of the food. Well, it's pulling up. When I look at images, possum grapes. You know, have possum grapes are like this. And they make dumplings with them. It's good. I don't know if they do that there. They used to have a restaurant connected to the Cherokee Trading Trading Post on Portland. They had a restaurant. Dude, that was fire. It was fire, dude. So, three, two. Shut up. What'd you do? Nothing. It's fine, dude. It's all good. Uh, Just keep going. Keep going. Keep talking, Rob. All right. Screw it. We'll do it live. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today, we're discussing the Natives Farm to Table Restaurant. What did I do wrong? A. I said today. Yes. You said, welcome to the show. Today, today we're discussing the natives. Today, you said, today we're discussing the natives farm to table restaurant. It's not the natives. And you had this weird pause in between. Dis- like, because I'm reading it. Because I'm reading it. And you forgot your glasses. It's yeah. all right. They're broken. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today, we're discussing the natives farm to table. Natives. Native. 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 Well, you put in, somewhere I see natives. Where do I see natives at? The place that you're making up. Okay. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show to just, God dang it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did a today and discussing as one to, word. To disgusting. To disgusting. To disgusting. Three, two, one. 